Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. In the App Store. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studio. With amazing slow-smoked wings and world-famous baby back ribs. This is Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. It's the Morning Rush. With Travis Justice and Ross Peterson on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. All right, happy Wednesday, everybody. Uh, Good to have you along on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. I'm Travis. He's Ross. He's Justin. Ross, got a question for you. Fire away. I'll have an answer. I was in Indiana last night, 74-68. Just a loss. Bad loss. Disappointing loss. How do you look at the loss? Oh man, that the good question, Trav. Okay, so I just let me think about it out loud for a second, okay? Because okay. the way that the loss went down, the way they the way they climbed back into that game. I mean, early on, it looks like you're out of it. Um, it, you know, a lot of basketball to play, obviously, early in that game. The they 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 get back in, man. You, yeah. Then it falls apart towards the end. How did I feel about? It? I don't want to say it's, it's not a it's not like a bad loss like you were supposed to win. Again, I, I I'm running everything through that filter of what yeah. is what's at stake for this Iowa basketball team. What are they playing for? I don't know, Trav. I I think probably just disappointing because I do feel like they could have won that basketball game last night. They they get back into it. Sanford hits that shot where you get all of that momentum. Um, I did feel like it was one of the most ridiculous replays. Like it took so long for them to decide that that was a two point basket, and that was it was such a momentum play. Uh. And I believe that that I don't remember. Did that? Do you guys remember? Was that did if Sanford? If that had been a three, would that have put them up by a point? That would have sixty nine, sixty eight, something like that, that. That put actually that put Iowa up um, sixty eight, sixty six. It would have put them up three instead of two. Okay, okay, so, that, okay. Yeah, so it was tied when that happened. 66. That's right. Yeah, so it was tied. So I just felt like that. I don't know. Not that that was the, where it changed or anything like that. But I, at that moment, I thought, man, our guys are actually going to win this game. Yeah, yeah it, was a, hold it was an interesting game. I'm, I'm kind of with you. It's not a bad loss because it would have been a bad loss if Iowa was ranked or if Iowa was playing something or in the mix yeah. for something. As we talked about yesterday, this Iowa team is is not really an NCAA tournament team, and they, they would have had to like win out to even really have a chance at this. I think it's just a disappointing loss because you, you, yeah. you had such a horrible start. You couldn't shoot the ball worth a crap in the first half. Um, you shot 28% from the field. Uh, then you climb right back into it. You do a decent job in the second half. You're down 17, uh, and then you take a you, you take the lead. Then it just slips away from you. So now, I, at one I guess- point they they threw they threw a stat out during that second half that was really impressive. And there's about uh, I want to say there's maybe three four minutes left in the game. Uh, maybe maybe more than that. That's at one point they said the Hawkeyes had scored in 67% of their second half possessions. 
That's really effective, efficient basketball. That's really efficient basketball. You're getting down there and and getting buckets in that often. You know, they were 16 of 19 for the free throw last night, last night, but they missed free throws at crucial times. The the three misses came came at crucial times. I I think one thing that's going to drive Fran McCaffrey nuts, and I don't know what you could have done with Kalel Ware uh, in the paint for Indiana, but they were out-rebounded 45 to 32. Indiana had 13 offensive rebounds. 15 second chance points compared to just Iowa's four second chance points. So yeah, that was he, another one that was that was jumping out, and they, yeah. I think they brought that stat up too. I feel like Travis, that one got brought up maybe at, at, at the end of the game yeah. when they were, you know, as Indiana was pulling away. Then and it, it you know, the conclusion became inevitable. Um, second chance points were big. This, this is the thing with this Iowa basketball team. Bigs are a problem. Yep. They are, it's not that they're a problem. Cuz man, Freeman's going to be good. I think he just needs a little bit more experience, but they don't have a true center. Got an undersized Cricky out there going doing everything he can do, but rebounding is going to be a problem against good rebounding teams. I didn't think Indiana was going to be I, I did not expect and I think Indiana also did another thing which was hit three-pointers. Which, which uh, they, they don't do. I mean, Indiana's yeah. not a three-point shooting team, and all of a sudden you let the Hoosiers come threes. in and hit threes. They're 8 of 22. Not not tremendous 36%, but a team that doesn't shoot three-pointers uh, effectively and comes out and like, actually hits threes. I like those free throws you're talking about, Travis, too. They hit three. They It it did seem like Iowa missed more than three free throws last night, and it does seem like Indiana hit more three-pointers because of the timing of them. When it, Iowa did get back in, and that's how Indiana stretches that out is a couple of big threes, and the place goes nuts. You know, it, it's that kind of the night too. It, and Iowa's bench was non-existent. When, when Brock Harding, you know, scores your, your only four bench points. I mean, Patrick McCaffrey gives you nothing. Uh, Deshante Bowen gave you nothing. Uh, they didn't give you anything, and y- y- your bench gets outscored. And then Anthony Leal who had scored 16 career points in two years, comes off the bench for Indiana and gives you 13, yeah. right? I mean, the, the most unlikely of, of suspects comes off the bench and gives you gives you uh, 13 points. My, my question is this, and I, I'm not picking on anybody here, but if your bench is crap, and the crap, and it was a crap bench last night, right? I mean, four points, off, you need more production off your off your bench. Peyton Sanford gives you a, uh, ties a career at, six, at 26 points. Tony Perkins gives you 22 points. Sanford had a great first half. Perkins was incredible in the first 10 minutes of the second half. Now, if I did my math correctly, I'm just trying to figure this out here. And I think I did it right. He, Sanford had 14 in the first half. Perkins had tw- uh, 17 in the second half. Those guys were non-existent in the last 10 minutes of the game. Perkins gave you three points. In the, he, he tied the game at 51, at 951. Okay? At 951, he gave you, he, t- he tied the game. After that, he gives you, I'm sorry, he gave you five points, three of which were free throws. He hit one bucket after that. Sanford, after that, after the, ten, the 951 mark, hit one field goal. Is that long two pointer? Where were you? Wow. Where, and it's not like they even got a lot of shots off. If if though you you've got over half your points, three quarters of your points right there, you 
You got to come up big when it matters. Am I wrong? Trav, I'd have to. I, well, did honestly, I'd have to go back and kind of like watch it with that lens or with that eye. I mean, the box score. Yeah, the box score doesn't lie about it. But yeah, I didn't see like as you're saying it. I didn't see that. Uh, I saw Indiana win that game. I didn't see the Hawkeyes <laughs> disappear. I guess is maybe what I. That, that's my reaction. But to they that. did those stats. Those numbers are shocking to me. I didn't. Yes, because you're right. Sanford had a great game. Uh, Perkins at one point was the best player on the court for a, a, a period of time. Without a doubt, the first ten minutes of the second half, you're like this dude's taking over. This yeah, dude's gonna, right. and this dude's going to will him to win. Right, because family in the state, like you know, everybody's yeah. here to see him. He's he's stepping up. This is going to happen. Uh, and then it just seemed like Indiana hit the shots that they needed to. I didn't even. It did. This is kind of I don't know. I I, I didn't see Perkins and. And Sanford disappear. I saw Indiana win that game, but if I go back and watch it again with that lens, I maybe I should look to see what they were doing to try to get open or try to get shots off or uh, try to get the ball. I don't know. It's there were I'm, I'm, as I'm replaying those last several minutes in my head. There's a couple of really bad possessions. There's a couple of of, of ugly turnovers. Yeah, I mean, don't know. I can't look, answer that question because I did. I I wasn't. I didn't see it or think of it. Sorry. And, and look at guys who had, you know, been pretty consistent for you. Ben Ben Cricky only gives you two points. You need more than two points out of Ben Cricky, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. the dude, he's got to give you more than two points. He's a guy that we've consistently said, man, look at how look at how consistent he is. Look at yes. how valuable he has been in giving you that ten points a game. Owen Freeman's got to give you more than four points. Yep. So, I, I mean, the, only five people scored for Iowa last night, if I got this right. Five people. I'm sorry, six. Cricky had two. Freeman had four. Dix had 10. Perkins had 22. Sanford had 26. And Harding had four. Six people wow. scored. That's it. And two of your guys gave you 48 of your 68 points. And those two guys disappeared in the last ten minutes of the game. Yeah, it's a disappointing loss again. I don't know yeah, what, it, and that's what it is. And I feel like watching it, you know, um, somehow kind of softened it. When that game was <laughs> over, I, I I was talking with my buddy Ryan Grove, who's actually a big Cyclone fan, but he's a basketball guy, and he's like, yeah. how, "How do you feel about that loss?" And I said, "I mean, I wasn't expecting them to win. I'm not expecting them to be in March. They fought. They 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 climbed back into the game. They gave me some of that excitement." And then Indiana just played really good. I mean, you mentioned it, Travis. You have a guy that has scored 16 career points go for 11 or 13 or whatever it was. That's tough. You're hitting three-pointers. You're a team that doesn't usually hit three-pointers like that. That's tough. Iowa can't rebound the ball. They can't score in the paint. They can't get second-chance points. I mean, it was, again, I I, I feel like... Because yeah, they were scoring in transition, and they did. Yeah. There was at, around the time they were talking about that efficiency of the offense in the second half. The announcer said that we're talking about that same thing that scoring in transit, the transition points were the one thing that the Hawkeyes were um, <clears throat> were swinging the needle with. So you know what's crazy? They only had three right turnovers word. last night. They only had three turnovers last <laughs> night. And I'm kind of with you. You said something that was magical right there, and, and it's it's kind of like the opposite of what you should feel. Watching the game actually softened the blow. If you were just to pick it up this morning and read the box score, you would. And I've been critical this morning 
But I watched the game, and it did soften the blow. Maybe it's because you're down 17. You you made that comeback, yeah. and you're like, you got into it. It did soften the blow. Because <laughs> if I didn't it, watch the game and I just picked this up this morning, I'd be like, what the hell? Six guys? If, if you turned on the game last night and you saw them down 17, yeah. And then and then picked up the box score and turned it off and tur- picked up the box score. And what was the final score? Was it an eleven point game, something like that? No, seventy four sixty eight. Okay, all right. So it was closer than I was thinking. Yeah. I, I, in my mind, it was a 10, 11 point game. Uh, okay, all right. I, I, in my head, I was thinking you'd pick it up and think, uh, what a what a disaster of a game. Yeah. No, they came back. They fought. So maybe it is that uh, that roller coaster that helped out. You had the, yeah. the yeah. first couple minutes like, well, we're going to lose by sixty. <laughs> Because the crazy thing is, that was Mike Woodson, the Indiana's head coach, first win against Iowa. He'd never beaten Iowa before. Never beaten Iowa before. But here's another thing, Hawkeye fans, because you're home Friday night to play Ohio State. I was now 12-9 and nine overall, 4-6 and six in the Big Ten Conference. Indiana heading into last night only had 12 wins. They're 13-8 and eight now, 5-5 five and five in the Big Ten. There were 17,000 people there last night. 17,000 people for a 6 o'clock game, 7 o'clock Bloomington, Indiana time, for a less-than-average Indiana basketball team. Friday night, how many people are going to be at Carver Hawkeye for Ohio State? Seven? Seven. Eight? Yeah. In total, yeah. <laughs> eight, eight people. Yes, yeah, eight. Yes, it will be. So, I, I mean, people show up for bad basketball. <laughs> and I know Indiana's a different basketball culture. I get it. But, man, 17,000 to watch a bad basketball team or two bad basketball teams? I do have a question to see. It. Did you watch the game, Justin? No, I was up in Ames. I was Damn. Did, did you, were you watching the, the whole second half, Ross? Because I, I want to ask you this. I don't know if you saw yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I was, uh, I, had, I was taxiing kids around, but I was – I. Uh, can I legally say this? Sure. I was watching Hulu while I was driving. Oh, no, that's fine. So I don't know if you guys saw this or not. Because if, if, if you didn't, I, love, if you didn't, I'm I love talk hearing about it myself. There was, uh, Perkins went in to, uh, on a drive, and he was fouled, missed the shot, but, but Ware blocked it, and they called it goaltending. So they gave him the, oh. the bucket. And the foul, even though the basket didn't go in. If I was on the other side, if that would have happened to Iowa, I'd have been livid because I did not think it was a goaltending. I thought the ball was still going up. I, I'm like, okay, put yourself as an Iowa fan. If this was reversed, how would you feel? And I'd be like, man, that ball was on the way up. I, it was just one of those one of those close calls, but I was like, man, that, that looked like a clean, clean block to me, man. It was uh, – Yeah, it doesn't it, it, t- touch any part of the glass or anything like no, that? No, 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 okay. no. It, it, it is – it doesn't touch the rim, doesn't touch the glass. It is – if it was on the way down, it was a millimeter on the way down. Okay? <laughs> it was – I mean, it was like, it, I, it, I don't know about that. It is that thing, Trav, of the is – his, is the quarterback's arm going forward. It like was. You, it really was. It's it's right there, and it's like, well, you kind of see what you want to see here. It's right <laughs> yeah. at that moment. Yeah, it's just kind of arcing. Yeah. It's The ball's just hitting that apex as it's <laughs> – so, again, Iowa loses a uh, disappointing loss. They're going to be home uh, Friday to play Ohio State. 
uh, at Carver Hawkeye. Two eight four five nine six six. Interact with us on Twitter at KXNO Morning Rush. Good to have you along on a Wednesday morning. Eric Olson from Betfred Sports is going to be joining us right around seven thirty five. Of course, lots of good stuff coming up in college basketball, and never too early to start talking about the Super Bowl and getting your prop bets in and all sorts of good stuff. It's all coming up on the Morning Rush at Avoid Sports Station. Do you guys happen to watch that game last <laughs> night? It was. It was. It was weird for like uh, a couple minutes, at least uh, on my end, the audio was like 10 seconds ahead of the video. So that kind of threw me. So I knew what happened before it happened. But then Reese Davis sounded like he was doing it on the phone. It was like, it was like, okay. And then uh, they thought there might have been a foul on that last shot. Watching it, I thought the North Carolina player initiated contact. I didn't think there was a foul, but that was that was a that was a huge upset. Tennessee got beat. What yesterday? North Carolina got beat. There's nobody safe in the top ten. Nobody is safe in the top ten. It's it, college it, basketball. Just, uh, I, it, uh, it, yeah, one hundred percent has become a thing, hasn't it? It's that is the sport of parody. College basketball is the one where it, it like on any given night. Almost any given team. Yeah, yeah. That, where it just it just doesn't matter, and that's but Purdue that's why has a, Purdue has a nine foot tall guy, and they lose basketball games. Like, it's a tough sport. Usually by now, though, I kind of have in the back of my mind like three or There's so teams n- where you're like, okay, I think they could make a run this year. Not a single one I feel confident in. Nobody in the top ten you could look at and go, well, you're going to win it no. all. Nobody. And this would be the year that a team like Kansas goes and wins the whole damn thing. Everybody would be like, ah! Yeah, but exactly. it's, also a, <laughs> it's also a year like a team like Iowa State can get to the Elite Eight Final Four. I'm, I'm not being I'm not being sarcastic there. I'm being I'm being serious. There's that much parity. I mean, it just it, it. But as we know, as you get to the NCAA tournament, it's all about the matchups. It's all about the bracket and the matchups. And I think people always talk about too, like to go deep in the NCAA tournament, you have to have great defense. Iowa State has that. You have to have really good guard play. Iowa State has that. You have to have. You have to be able to hit threes. Yeah. Iowa State does that inconsistently. Yeah. So it just it. That's why a team like Auburn could go to the Final Four because they hit threes. I got to give credit where credit is due, and this wasn't on the rundown this morning, but I just saw this, and I got to thank Trent Condon. Of course, you can hear Miller, Miller and Condon kind of later this morning, right here on Des Moines Sports Station one hundred six point three KXNO. Ross, do you, do you find it interesting that Iowa has not announced an offensive coordinator yet? Oh, it's still not official. No. What? Okay, now um, I hate. Uh, uh, now what? I thought we just spent like Monday talking. Oh, about we did. Oh, we some did. Dude from Troy. We did. Was that a fever dream? We 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 <laughs> talked about it. Okay, so big thanks to Trent Condon for pointing out that there's never actually been an official announcement. Oh no. So so wait a minute. What happened then over the weekend? What happened on Sunday? That was just all footballscoop.com. Reported that Lester was going to be the offensive coordinator. Stop it. L- lots of other people then said, oh, yes, I can confirm. I'm not saying it's not true. I'm not saying it's not going to happen. I'm just saying we're at Wednesday and we don't have an official announcement from the University That's of Iowa. That's right. We haven't had, a, haven't had a press conference. Haven't had a, hey, everybody, we'd like release. to welcome Tim Lester. Yeah. 
All right, so you and and Trent obviously thought about this a lot more than I have because it's brand new news I, to me. I, I was just I was just perusing Twitter during the break, really, and I saw Trent kind really? of make okay, a comment, great. and I'm like, "What did he comment huh. about?" I'm like, "Oh," and then I went and looked on the on the Iowa website, and went and looked uh, on the football page, and I'm like, "Yeah." Okay, there so you you know this. again, this is the stuff you're you know you seem to be. You seem to have been around the, the block a few more times with stuff like this. What does this mean, Travis? What what could this? Uh, I mean, obviously, it means they haven't actually made an announcement. But outside of that, what do you think is happening behind the scenes of why they would do this? How does how does that scoop get announced on Sunday? And like you said, we're now at Wednesday, and there hasn't been any sort of official. It, hey, it, hey, folks, make sure you're here on Friday at one o'clock to meet the new OC. I, I think this is if if I'm a betting man, um, and because I don't want to think the worst I, because it, it's been out there now. I, here's what I think: when you announce a new head coach, they sign a piece of paper that is basically a letter of understanding. Like the contract's not done, you, you don't have everything worked out. You sign a letter of understanding, but in basic principle, I maybe Beth Getz and and Kirk Ferentz are like until. We come to like full financial contractual terms, and you sign the dotted line. We're not going to make the official announcement, and that can take because Lester, I'm sure, has an agent. I'm sure they're going through certain things, maybe bonus bonus structure, working all the little fine print stuff out that that nobody cares about, and then they'll slip it in on like some like Friday afternoon at five. Welcome Tim Lester to the University of Iowa as your official offensive coordinator. That that's what I. Hmm. I that's my best guess, but everybody ran with this, and you're thinking, okay, there's going to be an announcement on Monday. That that never happened. Going to be yeah. an announcement on Tuesday. Travis, that never I, happened. I had I had moved it on. I yeah. it was out of my brain when you said that. I had a I had a moment of like, is is Travis okay? <laughs> I'm with you, Justin. Did didn't we spend a day talking about a dude? Yeah. Um, you're the dude talking about the dude talking about the other dude. Yeah. Maybe they, may, Ferris is just waiting for him to sign that oath that he'll run bubble screens on third and seventeen. Is that what it, I need? He your has word, to put the man. hand on Listen. the playbook. Yeah, <laughs> right. We have a way around here, and we I you need to understand do the playbook of running on up the middle at third and thirteen of run, run, pass, punt. <laughs> Uh, I promise I, never to I do am, anything out of the ordinary. I'm with you. I hope that it just means that they're figuring stuff out or or they're just waiting until he can get to town to do it. I don't know. Uh, but the timing of all of this has been weird up to this point. Why wouldn't they do why wouldn't they continue the weirdness? Yeah. Why not, right? Or Tim Lester has decided to say, you know, I'm going to go to Troy. So one, one of two things have happened. They're waiting to sign the deal. They're waiting to sign. The, this is the only thing. I, there's only two things that can happen here. They're waiting to sign the deal to make it official, and they're not going to do any official announcement until it's signed, sealed, delivered. Or he's going, you know, I'm weighing my options here. Iowa City or Troy, Alabama. I mean, this is like as a realtor. You're in a multiple offer situation. You you hold the cards here. Let's just yeah. sit back and wait. We don't need to put out a, a highest and best yet. Let's just slow down. <laughs> Let's let these two play against each other. See how much we can make. Huh, dude, if, 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 if that were to happen. 
if an announcement comes out today and they're like, oh, hey, football scoop got it wrong. Tim Lester is going to Troy. Dude. That would be, that's bad optics. Jared Parker, the head coach at Troy, is probably on the phone going, dude, you can run whatever you want. You have carte blanche over the offense. I'm not going to have a thumbprint on you. You can be as creative as you want. Do whatever you want to do. I don't have any more money for you, but I, you have freedom. I'm not going to micromanage. You don't think that Troy NIL is trying to get money to their, uh, their new OC? Might be happening, but that's really one of you know two things that could happen. Mm. That would I, I'm intrigued. I'm not saying it's going to, but you're right. If that did happen, that'd be awful. Would dude. be horrible. D- Derek from New Sharon just called in sick to work. We made him so happy with that thought. <laughs> I can't drive the forklift today, boys. I got celebrating to do. <laughs> Two eight four five nine six six. Let's go to Travis. Travis, welcome to Des Moines Sports Station one hundred six point three KXNL. What's going on? I just uh, wanted to call in uh, with the offensive coordinator and uh, the O through the run, run, pass, punt. I think uh, we need to get Ray Gun to make us some T-shirts. There you go. <laughs> run, run, pass, punt. Guys, Mike Draper. If you're listening Thanks, this Travis. morning. And you're normally a, a, a morning rush listener on 106.3 KXNO. You, uh, you, you've heard the ideas. We come up with good ones for you. Run, run, pass, punt. That's all you got to put on there. Run, run, pass, the punt. I, the, the Iowa offensive oath. <laughs> oh, yeah. Two, eight, I vow to bubble nine, screen on third and 17. Six, six. <laughs> Interact with us on Twitter at KXO Morning Rush. When we come back, I had an interesting conversation about Caitlin Clark yesterday. Okay. And from an outsider's view. And I'd like to get your views and, of course, anybody else who wants to chime in. But it was an interesting conversation just to listen to somebody from an outsider's view. Not a hater by any means. Just an outsider's view on, on Caitlin Clark. And I was, I was intrigued by it. Uh, we'll talk about that when we come back on Des Moines Sports Station 106.6. Sounded so good. Uh, Kirk on Twitter gives us uh, a third option when it comes to the Iowa offensive coordinator. And this is very Kirk-like, Kirk, uh, Ferentz-like. And the third, cause I said the two options were they're waiting to sign the contract and the, or the second option is he's going to Troy. But this is very Kirk Ferentz-like. How about the third option? They haven't finalized their entire staff and waiting to announce all the hires and positions and assignments. Yeah, that 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 would be good too. Yeah, that 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 actually makes perfect sense. We're not rational people around here. We don't we don't we don't make sense with our comments. Just uh, and we do have breaking news this morning. Breaking news: uh, Ross is going to live. During the break, Ross was scared that he was going to die. And uh, was very concerned about his ability to to keep to keep living today. Listen, man, listen, we've been doing a we've been doing a sports show this morning, dedicated sports show. We open the microphones. We're talking about Hawkeye basketball. Come back talking about Hawkeye sports. We're doing a sports show. We don't have time for this frivolous, nonsensical jibber jabber that you want to have right now. Right? That stuff is meant for off the air. Okay. Okay. I, and and listen and and quite frankly, you, you I think that you're you're giving people false hope here. We don't know that I'm going to live. 
I mean, you do you do look like crap today. You haven't shaved in like. Do I, do I not look it? Uh, it's you know I've the gotten facial a lot hair. of compliments on the beard. I've gotten a lot of compliments on the beard. Really, a lot of compliments. Yeah, I like the beard. Yeah, I've I gotten like a lot it. of compliments. Now I will tell you, I I think that there's something here. Can I? Okay. Okay. I've gotten a lot of compliments from black ladies on the beard. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My friend Sharina down at Mullets, I walked in and she said, "I see you." Gave me a little shoulder wiggle. I see you. I was walking into Friedrich's the other day, and I held the door open for this couple. Her husband was right there with her, and she looked at me, and she goes, your sweater is really nice. And I said, oh, thank you. And she looked at me and goes, you cute. I said, yeah. And her husband's like, get, get in the store. Get, get in there. Get in there. What are you? Like, uh-huh, yeah. It's just the so facial the hair, huh? So the beard's staying. Sorry, man. Don't know what to tell you. Okay. Maybe it's just the, I see you at 5.45 a.m. and, you know, the beard's not yeah. combed. Yeah. I don't know if you put a little oil in there. No, I don't. You I just look like the oil? beginning of Mountain Family Robinson, like you're going to go off the grid or something like that. Robinson oh. Caruso? Is that what it was? The no, Revenant? Swiss Family Robinson. Yeah. Swiss Family Robinson and, and Robinson Caruso. Those were two different things, right? Yeah, yeah. But basically, Robinson the Caruso same. was at say it was at sea, right? I don't know. I don't know. Of course, I the Iowa know. women, Iowa women are in action tonight. They're going to be at Northwestern. Sat down at a girls' high school basketball game last night, and I, I, I received the the midseason watch of like the Jerry West Award, right? Top twenty guards in college basketball, and I went through the list. I'm like, God. I, I don't know any of these guys. <laughs> and then I, the Wooden Award midseason watch came out. I'm like, God, I, I know like two of these guys. The ten foot center from Purdue. He grew a foot in the last. He grew a foot in the last. <laughs> in the last. In the last five minutes. And Bailey Shireman at Creighton. I only know Bailey Shireman because he's you know where I live. And it may. And I'm looking at these lists, going, okay. I can confidently say in my world, Caitlin Clark is the most famous basketball player in America today. Not not women's basketball player, most famous basketball player in America. Today. College college basketball player. College basketball. Absolutely. I and think I, you could say I think you could say she's one of the top if you just said bas if you were including NBA, let's get crazy. If you're including NBA She's one of the top ten most famous, recognizable basketball players on the planet. I, I I would have a hard time arguing against that. Now we live in a bubble, right? We we I, I know we, we live we, in a bubble. Yes. How many how many young girls in America can name know who Caitlin Clark is? How many young girls? How many how many girls in America know who Caitlin Clark is? Millions. 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 How many? How many of those girls could name Devin Booker if they saw him walking down the street? How many well, of us? Did, how many of us Kendall, would recognize? Kendall, so, oh, he—that's probably a bad pick because he might. Right, yeah. right? Blake Griffin is in the in the list. Yeah. Uh, They'll just go through the Kardashian. Crap. If we're putting Jenna. the Kardashian ex-boyfriends in there, we do have to put Caitlyn top fifty. You're right. Yes. We got to bump that yeah. down away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because they'll probably even go way back. Who was the guy on the Celtics who played like 
two years for the Celtics and then was nowhere to be found and married Kim Kardashian for like four hours. I don't know. No. Yeah, Who's Chris know. Humphrey? Is that that guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did I pull that out of my back? Look yeah, at that. I'm a Kardashian. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm. Was Lamar Odom ever with the Kardashians? Yes, he was yeah. with one of them. Yeah, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. Yeah. He's with Chloe. Yeah, because when us. they broke up, that's when he, that's when he OD'd in the, in the, in the chicken ranch. We'll stick with the Kardashian information. You just you you stay in your lane of the chicken ranch stuff. But the point of my story was I brought that up at the scores table, and a coach, a coach, says, "Man, I, I love watching Caitlin Clark." I go, "Okay." Now this isn't a fan. He goes, "I just can't handle her on court demeanor." He goes, "I just can't handle it," mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Really?" And then I had to go, okay, I'm looking at it through the lens of a fan, an Iowa fan, enjoying it. When you're not a fan and you see it, does that that turn a lot of people off? Absolutely. (laughs) Travis, that that is the polarizing thing about Caitlin Clark. I don't think anybody has any issue at all with the way that she handles media the kids that are waiting for her yeah. after games, all of that extra time. You see all this amazing stuff on social media. Like, uh, did you see the thing of the kid giving her the bracelet and then yes. she was wearing the bracelet at the press conference? There, there was I don't another think one. Anybody... Go ahead. The other day when a, somebody went up during the game and asked for an autograph, she goes, hey, just wait till after. It was a really cute scene. She's she's yeah. at the bench. She's like, hey, can I get my autograph now? She goes, hey, the game's still going on. Can you? I'll Dude, come back to you after the game. This thing that that coach is talking about is the that's the rub. That's the thing with Caitlin Clark. It's the other shoe. It's the only thing people have. I don't want to say the only thing because people will come up with other things that, you know, somebody will say they don't like. Oh, oh I guess um, what's her name doesn't like how many shots she takes. Um, Kim Mulkey. Kim Mulkey, right? So yeah. there, maybe there's some other things. But I think that that on-court demeanor, the way that she interacts with officials, the way that she interacts with. Hell, her coaching staff sometimes pri- it seems like. Yeah, right, right. I was going to say primarily officials, but the the way that she acts on the court is absolutely the thing that people watch and go, man, I don't like that. But again, that's the, I feel like that is, um, man, I, it's it's not a necessary part, but it certainly seems to be a compendium of being a great basketball player. It, it's Jordan, mental. You have to. And there's a mental aspect of it, right? I, let me ask you this. Has it been notched up more this year? I, I'm just I, I'm trying to remember. Does it seem more this year than in previous years, or is it just more eyes are on her? I that B is my answer because anybody that has watched like a lot of people in our community that have watched Caitlin from the time she was in middle school when she was making headlines then have said, yeah, this has kind of always been a thing. I mean, it's just she's a competitive girl. And when the whistle blows and it's on her, there's a moment of like, come on, I, I didn't do that. that just, and so Michael I, I, Jordan had it. Michael Jordan was special, and and we've talked about this a lot. Where Jordan was able to turn all of that into an enemy on the court. Somebody on the court was out to get Michael Jordan, and and he was it, not officials. He always had. Sometimes it was Scottie Pippen. But Michael had a dude on the court that he was always making the enemy. 
for LeBron, for Caitlin Clark, that person is the official. And I, and it, it just, yeah, I, but you're, what that coach is talking about, Travis, that's the thing that when Cyclone fans say, well, I'm kind of sick of the Caitlin Clark thing. This is the horse they can ride on and say, man, she just, And I, and I think She's the more visible you're out there, the more press you get, the more scrutiny that comes with it. And I think, and I think what I said earlier was more eyes. Everybody's paying attention now. Last year, people didn't really pay. They paid attention because they would show the occasional shot from the logo. Now they're showing every shot from the beak. There, I mean, she's on primetime television. She's on State Farm commercials. She's on high V commercials. She's she's not just Iowa wide, regional wide. She's she's nationwide now, mm-hmm. and I think with that comes the more scrutiny. But I turned the tables Agreed. on him, and I said, "Would you feel the same if if she was a man?" And I didn't mean to play the sex card here, but so is it because she's not ladylike? Is that what you're doing here? And he didn't have an answer for me, right? Yeah, I don't think that's it. I, I, don't, I don't think that's it. Cause we, no, we do the same thing to guys that are demonstrative and bitch about officials. And we, we kind of, we all have this. I, I think, I think that is a, it's not sportsmanship. What's the word we're looking for here? Um, the way that you treat, the way that you treat an official, you know, our, our buddy Bill Blank says if she was a guy, she'd be called tough and competitive. Would we use different language for her? Yeah, I think, but, but I think a lot of people call Caitlin Clark tough and competitive. I don't think there's as much of a, of a, of a sexist lean here as some okay. people would like to put on it. Okay. I, I really don't. I don't think people are seeing her, you know. I try. I, I don't. I don't see. I try not to see racism where there's not obvious racism. I try not to see sexism where there's not obvious sexism. We do this to guys. People bitch about LeBron James all the time. That's true. The way, That's and, true. And nobody ever says, "Oh, they only do that because he's black." No, no, they do it because they don't like the way he's he's acting. And, and that's they do what, it because that, he's it's, the second greatest player of all time. And they're not saying that about Caitlin Clark because she's a girl. They're saying that about Caitlin Clark because they don't like the way she's acting. Which is okay. It's all right to watch something and have an opinion about it and share your opinion. I, I like everybody. You just wait till she gets to WNBA. She won't be able to pull that crap. Oh yes, she will because she's going to oh, dominate yeah. Oh, yeah. WNBA. Because by the way, you don't. You can't change that about you. No. We've all we, we all know what we're like when we're competitive. Yeah. I was the little brother that got my butt kicked, and so I would fake fake end fighting and then attack when my brother turned his back. Right? And I know that about me. I know I don't fight fair. It's funny that you say I was watching an NFL podcast, just a snippet of it the other day. And this is, I think, a maybe a correlation. because, it, But it's harder to see on the football field. And Kung Su, you knew, was just a badass, right? People didn't like yes. Kung Su. But you can't dispute that Kung Su was a great player, right? I mean, you knew because he physically Dude. dominated everybody and he let you know. It's the quiet ones. They're like, listen, off the field, Reggie White was the greatest human being in the world. None of us wanted to go against Reggie because Uh 
he would kill us. You know, I mean, it was just like, it was a different notch when he lined up again. And Reggie was the reverend, you know, he, he goes, you pray, he goes, you know, Reggie always wanted to pray. We prayed every time we would put our hands down because we knew we were going to get bowled over and he was going to do something to us. Trav, I think Indomitian Sue for this conversation is not, not a, not a correlation or, or an example to Caitlin Clark, but the best example you could have used for that yeah. on the field. Sometimes some sometimes players act like a different human being. And I think Caitlin Clark, it, lucky, she's not out there stomping on opponents' throats like Ndama Kansu yeah. was. She's just out there screaming and yelling at the officials in, in those demonstrative ways, which people... I, it, probably, Travis, the first, the first thing is, are you a Hawkeye fan? Yep. It, the Rorschach test again. Yep. What what's your reaction to Caitlin Clark? When I see it, I'm I'm like, oh, look at her. She's tough, competitive, fighting for her teammates. If I saw a guy from Duke doing that same thing, I'd be like, look at this baby whining all the time. And it wouldn't matter if it was a white kid because I've called Grayson Allen. Uh, oh, Grayson uh, Allen. There's, there's another example. Right. We've said that about white guys. It's not race. It, it's the action. Two eight four. The first thing is if if you're a Hawkeye fan, you'll defend it. If you're not, you look at it and go. Pfft. Glad my girls don't act that way. In, in, in the guy I was talking to, who is a coach, been a longtime high school coach, prefaced it by saying, love to watch her play. It's just the one thing that he found was, I just don't yeah. like her court demeanor. That's Stuart, the one thing. Stuart, stay on for hold. We'll get to your phone call. we come back. Uh, we'll wrap up hour number one at Des Moines Sports Station 106. Final day. Little Crooked Creek. Band. Yeah. When I get off of this mountain. Are you sure this isn't on the podcast? Yeah, right. So we have to like totally reset once he th- don't uh, go off, man. Go. I think we just stopped doing podcasts. Uh, something like that. I, I, I like that idea. That's wow. That's Stuart's been waiting on hold through the break. Uh, Stuart, welcome to Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Morning, fellas. Ross, you stole my thunder. Well, technically, you stole your own thunder, but. That's what I was calling, just as you had talked about at the end there, where if the shoe was on the other foot, right, if Jordan Bohannon was a Cyclone and George Niang was a Hawkeye, we would yeah. think opposite, depending on which fan base we're in. Nailing it. My wife Perfect example of those two names, Stuart. Great, great example with those two names, because everybody has a feeling about both of those guys. That's a perfect example yeah. there. My wife played college basketball, and she's not a fan of Caitlin Clark, but I... She's not a fan of me for a little bit because I was like, well, if Caitlin was on your team, you would love it, wouldn't you? Is that really why she's not a fan of you? Well, oh, yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> we we've all been there. I've, I've got to get my own morning show to unpack my marriage problems. <laughs> yeah, trust me. This is my daily therapy. I had a guy call me the other day like, hey, I know you've been to therapy. Can you recommend a therapist? I go, yeah, I do a radio show every day, and that's my therapy now, so I don't, I can't recommend a therapist. Maybe a listening audience and Ross Peterson and Justin Miller, that, there, there's your therapist. <laughs> but the other thing I was going to mention, I guess, too, is Caitlin Clark is the only, like, not the only, right? But she's, if you if you want to do, like, a bell curve of the players with her style, she's, like, the only one at the top and with, like, um, what would you call it, national, a national look. There's at least one guy like that on ev- almost every top 25 college basketball team on the men's side, right? There's a, a player or two like that on almost every NBA 
So there's more of them to take like or absorb the brunt of what people say is poor professionalism yeah. on the court. It, I, I don't know. I think she gets an unfair shake. And, you know, at the end of the day, she's the one that has to rep her brand. Right. If that ends up yeah. costing her something at some point in her career, it's not. It's, and it ain't costing her nothing so far. No. <laughs> costing her no. a few trips to the bank. <laughs> yeah. It, it, Happy for anyway. Thanks. Thanks. Guys. Yeah. Thanks, thanks Stuart. Stuart. Was interesting though, just to get an outsider's perspective as yeah. we were having like everyone at the table last night. So there's a you've sat at a scorer's table, and they they got in on the conversation. Every one of them agreed she should come back to Iowa for another year. They're like, why wouldn't you? You'd make more money than going to the WNBA. Why go make seventy five, eighty grand? I don't think money is the driving factor I would for agree. her, and I, and and maybe that benefits. Iowa. I don't know. You, you know why money's not the driving factor? Because she's not going to lose any of her endorsements. She's got she's the gonna money. She's going to be all right. Yep. Yep. What's her competitive drive? Scott, stay there. We'll get to you. We come back at the one sports station. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.